0: Good day, everybody. Kevin here for episode 62 of Dealing with Stupidity, where today I am giving you some wedding advice, not marriage advice. That's another episode, but wedding advice. Why? Because I care about you. All right. The little stat here. The average wedding cost in the U.S. is $33,391. This was 2017 or eighteen stats. But the average cost of a wedding varies widely depending on where you live. Couples in New York City spend the most at $76,944, while couples in New Mexico spend the least at $17,584. It's still not chump change. Forty two to forty five percent of first marriages end in divorce. Sixty percent of second marriages end in divorce. Seventy three percent of third marriages end in divorce. Hmm. But this isn't about marriage. It's about the completely insane, inappropriate, and inconsiderate shit people do before, during, and after they get married. If you are about to get married, or are thinking about it, or are just planning your special day, I have a few things to help you out so you don't come across as an asshole. That's what I'm here for, basically. First off, something that gets me a little gets me a little wound up and sends off warning signs in my head that these two people might not be the best choice for reproducing is when I see wedding photos or wedding announcement photos where they are both posing with guns with a rebel flag flying behind them. Basically, look at us, we love our guns. The South will rise again. And uh, by the way, we're going to have kids. Don't get me wrong. I love guns. Love, love, love guns. But posing with them and sending those pictures out to family and friends is just a little bit odd. And it makes me question your other choices moving forward. That's just from the get-go. That's right off the bat. The wedding announcement bullshit. Where you send off your little invitations, or well, hey, we're about to get married. Check us out. Hey, we like guns. We we're a little bit redneck, and uh, yeah, we're gonna reproduce. So I'm we're here to scare the fuck out of you. Ooh. Now another thing: If you have been married before, got a divorce, and have this psychotic idea of getting married again, then you really are a crazy person. Why in the hell? Why in the hell anyone would do it a second time is beyond me. The way I see it, if you get married once, inconveniencing family and friends, have them buy wedding gifts, and all that shit, uh, you're you're a maniac. You only get one time in the spotlight, the way I look at it. You should only get one wedding gift from friends and family and a one-time audience member participation from everyone else. Now, especially if you were the cause of the first marriage going to shit, nobody is that interested, <laughs> interested in going to another wedding you're involved in. That's just hard facts. There's nothing magical about it after the first time. The first time isn't really that magical when you really think about it. It's more or less a pain in the ass for everyone involved. But, you know, I get it. You know, the first time didn't work out and I'm needy and I need to get married again. I understand how some people think. But face it, the whole thing is for the bride. They envision it as such a beautiful day and fantasize about some massive, grandiose wedding wedding. From a young age for whatever reason. I don't know where it comes from, who embeds this shit in these women's minds, but that's the way it is. It's embedded in their brain like they're some little princess or some goofy shit like that. And it's all about their special day. It's my special day. The whole the whole overhyped ceremony. And the hoopla involved is just some made-up bullshit for the woman and the woman only. So don't forget that. And speaking of second and third and fourth marriages, here's another thing. If you poontanged around and got caught by your husband and that's why you're going through this again, then you you should feel shame and not tell anyone you're doing it again. You're just coming across as a gutter slut. You just can't stop pulling her legs behind her head. You know, let everyone find out the next time you see them out in public. Don't go through the whole, it's my magical moment, my special day again, bullshit. Nobody cares. You did it once. You fucked it up. Don't, Don't include us another time. And, but this applies to the guy as well. If you fucked around on your wife, and that's why the first marriage went to complete shit, the same applies to you. Keep that shit to yourself and let some, let it come up, you know, by accident. Or, oh, by the way, I got married. The next time we hang out at a bar or at a cookout or whatever, oh, hey, I got married again. Oh, okay. Well, I couldn't see that coming. Now, look. What I'm getting at is unless your previous spouse was murdered by a truck driver or died unexpectedly by being eaten by, say, a tiger shark, then I wish you the best. But deep down, I'm really not that interested, and neither are most people, you know, after the first (laughs) go-round. We miss your old wife. We don't want to to get to know some new hag that won't like us. But, you know, it all depends on how close we are, of course. Now, you know, with family, you have to give a damn. But other than that, the level of giving a shit on our part and most people, I'd imagine, drops drastically. You will never get another gift from me or us. And chances are I won't show up. I might call or text or con- and congratulate you. About it through social media. Or some shit like that. But other than that. Look man he did it once. And it's not that magical anymore. Now. To go along with that. I want to add. That if you haven't even waited a year. Before getting shackled again. After your previous marriage. Then you are a needy. Psychopath. And need to take a step back and think about it long and hard before jumping into another possible shitstorm. There's a reason people get divorced. And I would imagine not getting to know someone beforehand is probably a big part of it. So get to know your woman or guy, man, before you just jump into another marriage, you know, six I got divorced six months ago, but I have met the most perfect man in my life. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's just my thought on the whole thing. But, you know, get to know somebody before you marry them. Before you even think about it. Um, another one is... Excuse me. There is a plane going overhead. So I am going to... No, I'm not. Fuck it. You hear the plane? That's the plane. All right. Another one is if you barely know someone, don't invite them to your wedding. We appreciate the thought. But if we only talk at work or just acquaintances through a mutual friend, uh, just save yourself the money on the stamp and the invitation and however much, <laughs> however much else one person plus guest cost. For the reception and put it to better use. Like more booze in your belly. (laughs) Because you're going to need it by the end of the night. I will not be upset or think any less of you if I'm not invited. I promise you. I would think less of you if you do invite me and we hardly know each other. That's just silly shit. You know, I know women get offended by not getting invited to weddings because the whole ceremony and shit was invented by by the woman for the woman in the first place. But guys really don't give two shits. And any guy that says he loves going to weddings is full of shit, or excuse me, or has a secret side of him that needs to come out and stop living a lie. It's 2019, people. It's okay to be gay. Straight men, normal men, even gay men, don't. Weddings aren't their thing, especially second, third, fourth, fifth time. Fuck it. First time, magical. After that, don't give a fuck. If I don't know you, don't give a fuck. It just That's just the way it works out. <clears throat> sure, we joke around in the office. We're great. Do we even talk on weekends? No, we don't. Don't invite me. It's okay. I will not get offended. Offended? Offended. Mm. Uh, Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Something else that people also need to get a grasp on is do not register for gifts you'll never use or items that are way too expensive for a normal person. OK, register for things that are practical. And, and I'm, I mean this, not just from the cheap side of me, but I mean this because I swear to God, it will come in handy. Uh, you know, register for practical things like dishes or basic tools from around the house or glassware or a stepladder to fuck on later. Don't be that greedy asshole dickhead that registers for an 82 inch flat screen TV Or that twat that registers for a sterling silver champagne bucket from Tiffany's. That you will never fucking use. One of the best wedding gifts I ever got was a fucking six foot ladder. My wife and I have used that. More than probably any wedding gift other than dishes that we got. You know. And here's another thing. and Unless I get to see that. <laughs> yeah, just, just don't insane shit. You know, keep it real. You know, here's the thing. Unless I get to see your bride's tits or I get to see her clam shot point blank. My gift is coming from the $20 side of the menu. And most people will too. I've been there. Not the clam shot, but. The mo- the most useful wedding gifts are the shit that you're going to use day to day. You don't need a goddamn 82-inch fucking flat screen. You don't need a fucking sterling silver ice bucket for champagne. How often are you going to drink champagne? You're going to be throwing that shit at your fucking new husband within the next six months. It's Bullshit. In case we have guests over to have champagne, you know, we're going to hang out by the fire. Yeah, bullshit. That may not ever happen. Most likely won't. Ugh. And if you are a person, or if you are one of those people that drinks champagne and keeps it chilled, or your wine chilled, in a bucket on a regular basis? Well, fuck you. <laughs> Put it in a fridge like everybody else for crying out loud. Goddamn. $2,000 fucking sterling silver champagne bucket from Tiffany's. Blow me. <laughs> All right, but anyway, back to the whole wedding thing. I will say that if I'm forced or suckered into going to a wedding or a wedding reception that I would rather not go to, the ones that people love and I personally and not love but enjoy are the ones that are outside in nice weather and kind of like a just just a formal feel to it. But with that, I feel like it needs to be said, do not have a wedding or wedding reception outside in the middle of the summer when the heat index is 103 degrees and it's as humid as an Amazonian rainforest. One of the worst things you can put a guy through is wearing a suit and tie, especially a tux, when it's hotter than fucking balls outside. Tuxes and suit... (laughs) Tuxes and suits are hot and not very comfortable from the get-go. But when you throw in, (laughs) when you throw that person in, wearing one of those in an oven, well, they start to get the monkey ass and your balls start sticking to your leg. And every time you move, you gotta fucking peel your fucking underwear from your ass crack, your sweaty ass crack. Now, I don't know about women, but I'm sure it's very similar. Get the Bubba Cheese up under the titties and all that shit. I get it. So, summertime outdoor weddings are the worst. It's too hot. It's too hot for a fucking normal wedding inside. So, why the hell would you have it outside when it's hot as shit in June or July or the 1st of August? That's just poor form. That's not thinking about anything. We're going to have a beautiful wedding outside. When? July 20th. You know, it's going to be hot as shit, right? Well, this, uh, fuck you. It's hot. It's hot. Is this a t-shirt and shorts kind of deal and flip-flops? All right, I'm all in. Other than that, blow me. <laughs> and please, for the love of God, do not do it on a major holiday or during the playoffs of a major sport, for God's sakes. Or you will, I promise you promise you alienate your friends and family. I shouldn't even have to mention this, but I have been invited to a wedding before that happened to land on a holiday weekend. One of those few weekends where you have like a Monday off long, nice holiday weekend. Needless to say, I didn't go and I didn't want to hear that shit. It was the only day available. Bullshit. Bullshit is exactly what it is. There's a reason for that. Because no sane person would schedule a wedding during a holiday because they don't want to ruin life for everyone else. That's sane people. You can wait just like a normal person and have it a month or two later. Plus, it'll give you more time to decide if you really want to go through with marrying this dickhead or not. Do I really want to spend the rest of my life with this maniac? It'll give you a couple more months. Whatever. Don't give me that bullshit. It was the only date available. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yes, I'm saying it's the woman that scheduled these because no man would ever do that. It has to be a woman. They chose to have their wedding on a major holiday because they want all the attention. They want all of the attention. Have that, it's all about me attitude and don't realize that they are being a complete cunt and everyone will hate you. Fuck you. That was the only date available. Bullshit. Bullshit. Here's something else that is completely inconsiderate, and that is the destination wedding. Um, Don't, do not, do not, don't, don't do it, don't do it, do not have an out-of-town wedding if everybody you know lives where you live. I want a wedding on a beach or by a waterfall in Hawaii during a sunset and all that bullshit. Get over yourself with that crap, okay? Destination weddings are just about as rude as you can get when planning a wedding, inviting other people to join your special day. Unless you are paying for everyone, to get there it's just flat out rude and inconsiderate okay and you know it's the woman's decision and the guy had nothing to do with it because a guy wouldn't give a damn where the wedding takes place he wants it convenient quick and painless boom 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 done but if he does want a destination wedding and it was his idea to have it on the beach during a sunset, then he may secretly have a vagina between his legs or is thinking about getting one in the very near future. Look, most guys would rather get married, have the ceremony somewhere in town, not far from where you live, by the way, so afterward they can go home, change, get their shit, head to the airport, go to the honeymoon and split even driving 2 hours out of a t- <laughs> out of town for a wedding is a destination wedding as far as i'm concerned it it's an inconvenience no matter what the dis- distance is if it's not directly in town where let's say 90% of the people live i know that there's always going to be a few that have to come in from out of town that's just part of it you know family moves away and all that shit but anytime all or the majority of the people invited have to go somewhere else to see you get married, then you're just being a self-centered asshole. If it's on the other side of the city, that's one thing. But if it's more than a 40, 45 minute drive, you know, most people lose interest really quick, or at least I do. And I start looking at it as a personal mission To drink every drop of free booze that will be there available to me at the reception. And you know, speaking of the reception, this is a good time to mention that for all of you. No matter how you feel about alcohol, (laughs) don't you dare have a wedding reception without booze. I don't care if you don't drink. Or your religion doesn't allow it, or your crusty ass grandmother is a recovering alcoholic and she'll end up getting fucked up and start slinging her pussy around if she's around it. Us normal people like to have a few drinks at weddings. Helps us relax. It helps us to, you know, get away from the thought of how inconveniencing this is. Is that really a word? You, You fucked everybody else's weekend up. Everyone you know. So you can at least provide the appropriate beverages that we need to deal with all your bullshit for your special day. You hear that plane going over? Mmm. I love living in the flight path. God damn, that one was especially low. All right. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to have to stop it here and there. My uh, soundproofing is in another room at the moment. I'm redesigning my so-called space. Whatever. Here we go. Come on, FedEx. Get the fuck over. Anyway, along the same lines of the destination wedding. It's really not a destination wedding, but it kind of is. It's... uh, Another wedding that is pointless to everyone else. And that is a Mormon wedding. <laughs> or the sealing ceremony or, ceremony or ritual of the snake or whatever the hell they call it. You people call it. For those of you that don't know this silliness, they exclude everyone who is not a fully active Mormon adult. I don't know what that entails. But that's the rule. Here's a heads up in case you don't know. If you are invited to be a bridesmaid or groom, get the bridesmaid's dress or the tux, buy a plane ticket and travel to an oddball random location somewhere that is a total inconvenience for any normal person with an ounce of common sense because, you know, there aren't Mormon Mormon temples all over the place like there are Baptist churches. But you do all of that shit and are non-Mormon, you do not get to participate or see have anything to do with the actual ceremony. Not only that, you don't even get to see the actual ceremony. You're Here's the deal. If you're not a Mormon, you have to wait into a, in another room like a penalty box of sorts because you're a sinner for the ceremony to be finished. Then the couple comes out and you get to do all the pictures and all that bullshit. Basically you are just some extra filler for wedding pictures in this so called wedding or ceiling ceremony. So it doesn't seem, <laughs> so it doesn't look like it's, it's completely insane to the outside world. Now, The pictures will be nice, like most weddings, but the whole time you're standing there with your fake smile and sweating your ass off because it's always in the middle of the summer and somewhere hot, hot as fuck, uh, you'll be wanting to choke the shit out of your so-called friend for even involving you in this silly shit. And not only that, it's somewhat rushed because they aren't like a normal wedding ceremony at a church or some other place where you have it. Uh, you have the facility for so many hours to get your wedding on. Uh, they're like a marriage factory. What it is. One couple gets married or sealed, do the ceremony. Then, uh, and everybody waits in the penalty box Except for fully blown Mo- Mormons over a certain age, um, and then you are shoot out, you do the wedding pictures and all that shit, and then you are shoot away for the next couple to come in. It's like a fast food line for weddings because I know apparently they only do it so many months out of the year. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't get that far in the reading. You can find out about all this bullshit online. It's fucking crazy as shit. I want to ask. Uh, This person, I was invited to this wedding about it, but I just didn't want to start anything. Like I said, it's like a fast food line for weddings. There are several articles online. Go for it. Now, I didn't go, not because I didn't want to see these two people get married. I was excited about that. uh, She's beautiful. He's a great guy. She's a great girl. Perfect for each other. But I was not going to fork over the money to spend four hours in a fucking plane to go Las Vegas to attend something that I won't even get to see. Plus, with the way the flights were scheduled, I could not make it. You know, I, there was no way I was going to make it back in town for work on that Monday. Which was a good excuse as far as I'm concerned to bow out. But, <laughs> my wife went. And she said it was more of a shit show than I even imagined from what I read on the internet. So, she felt my pain. Next time, she's going to listen to me. Hey, look. You know, the internet does have some good knowledge on it. (laughs) Here's what I'm expecting, and here's what I'm not going to do. And I'll see you Monday evening. Anyway. Anyway. Back to the Mormon bullshit. There was one girl in the wedding party that didn't realize what to expect and was fairly pissed off when she went through the whole ordeal of getting the bridesmaid's dress, paying for the flight, and taking off work, then not being able to even see her friend of um, 20 years get married. The only involvement she had, pretty much, when in they came out of the ceiling ceremony, and it was time to take wedding pictures, like we don't have some crazy cult shit going on behind these doors, but look, we have wedding pictures. Come take pictures with us. it's time to make it look like we are normal people to take wedding pictures, and they were nice pictures, actually, but she she had no idea what was in what was included in the whole project the only involvement she really had was when it was time for the pictures so I'm here to take pictures I'm I'm the fucking stand in to make it look like normal people had a wedding nah yeah she was pretty upset about that and from how it was described to me when my wife got home and she agreed with me i would have checked out she goes you would have you would have disappeared i know you you would have disappeared as soon as you found out the first night what was going on you would have disappeared here's what I, <laughs> here's pretty much what we agreed on uh as soon as it started getting weird i would i would have taken an uber to the closest casino, and told my wife, I'll meet you at the airport when it's time for a flight. <laughs> she goes, And if you'd have done that, I got it. I totally expect it. And I ain't mad. <laughs> so here's a tip if you're a Mormon trying to decide who you want to be in your wedding party and who to invite and where it's going to take place, do not invite non Mormons to your shit if you do give them a thorough breakdown of what is going on how it's going to go down where it's going to take place get be very specific because most normal pe- normal people that shit ain't gonna fly you people live in the fucking dark ages i love you but that shit's weird But let's continue. Then there are those synchronized or planned out entrances where everyone makes a complete ass out of themselves as they as they come down the aisle, you know, before the uh the bride and groom are introduced or however the fuck it works out. You know, when the when the uh bridesmaids and groomsmen come out and they're all dancing together and looking like fucking morons. You know that garbage you used to see on YouTube or used to get plastered all over Facebook and other forms of social media where everybody comes down the aisle to a song or dances and prances around looking like a gaggle of complete fucking morons. Remember that shit? If I were ever to be in a wedding again, which I'm pretty sure I will not after this episode, and the bride and groom or groom through that idea out acting like it would be so much fun and it would be so much it would be so original i would quit on the spot i'd have to hand over my boutonniere and politely pull the groom aside try to talk some sense into him and tell him that he's about to marry a crazy person anybody that thinks this is a good idea has some issues all right you're about to marry a crazy bitch now You can prance, (laughs) prance down the aisle like an idiot all you want, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be your clown. I'm not going to be your dancing monkey for your personal entertainment. Just so you can film it on your iPhone and throw it on Facebook and say, look at my wedding. Isn't this great? This is so funny. Look at what they did. Smiley face. (laughs) No, it's fucking stupid. If I want to look like an idiot, I can do it on my own time, on my own terms, all the time, all by my lonesome. And I sure as hell won't do it in a goddamn tuxedo or a suit. I'm out. Call me when the divorce is over. Have fun. And this is something else that needs to be said. I am a slob at a professional level. But this is the way it it is if you have one ounce of class in your system. I'm, I'm talking about I'm a slob. You know that. If you've been following me, paying attention, I'm a slob. Mm. Most men are. <laughs> <clears throat> but this needs to be said. Normal people. All over the world, this is for everybody. Everybody on the planet. Unless your culture or your religion dictates or something of that nature, it's either a tuxedo or it's a nice suit. There's no substitute. Okay? Camouflage, the tux with jeans, or the no tux in jeans, and a flannel shirt with cowboy boots, a cowboy hat, or any kind of fucking hat for that matter, or shorts and a wife beater, or anything other than a tuxedo and a nice suit. It's garbage. It's pure fucking garbage. Some of you rednecks out there pull out all your, the most hick shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. And you think it looks cool, you think I'm badass, I'm wearing my fucking camo, my duck hunting boots for my wedding pictures, and my wife's got on her, man, fuck off, you look like a goddamn tool. You look like a moron, alright? Like I said before, unless your culture or your religion dictate dictates something different. Have some fucking class. No hats. No hats. No hats. Take a shower. Or a bath if you must. A tuxedo. Or a fucking suit. If you can't afford either. Nice pants and a nice shirt. A goddamn... Anything camouflage, you deserve to be run over with your fucking big-ass 4x4 four four truck. You look like a dick. Look like you have some sense. Even if you don't, for God's sake, look like you have some fucking sense for one goddamn day. I just... That's it. That's it. That's That's it. For one day, look like you have... Fucking ten brain cells, idiot. (sighs) You know, I like I said earlier, I'm a clod. I am a fucking clod when I'm not at work, or if I'm not in public, I'm a clod. But you see me out, I look good. I look good. I'm invited to a wedding, I look fucking good. If I'm in the wedding, man, I'm sharp as shit. And you can't beat me on being a fucking slob on my off day. Just have some sense. <laughs> that just pisses me off. Look at my boots. I got boots, a shotgun, and I'm wearing safety arms. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, and back when I mentioned entrances earlier with the dancing and prancing around like a fucking bunch of momos, there's another kind of entrance that's just as ridiculous and that's you half-wit idiots that think it's a nice touch to prance down the aisle on a white horse or some other disgusting animal that takes a shit the size of a fucking Volkswagen, okay? Come on, surely you know better than that. What are you, fucking 12? Are you 12 years old? Are you a 12-year-old girl living out your fucking fantasy? You look like an idiot. What if that thing decides to take a piss or take a shit all over the place as, she, as it's trotting down your little aisle with fucking goddamn pedals and shit down the aisle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. Hey, your pretty white horse just took a fucking shit. Great. Thanks a lot. I wanted to see a nice wedding. You come prancing in like some kind of fucking buffoon on some nasty, smelly, stinking ass animal. And it decides, you know what? Eh, I'm relaxed. I'm going to take a shit right here. And it destroys the whole entire area with its asshole. And now you have half your guests throwing up all over themselves. The other half fucking running to put their head in the fucking toilet. Yeah, that's fun. That's cute. Great idea. Can't wait till you get divorced and we come to the next one where your horse shits all over the place. Nice. I know. Some of you are thinking, but they're wearing a bag for that. Just for that reason. Yeah. This is why I say that it still smells like horse shit. It still smells like horse piss. Okay. So it's, in, <laughs> it's trapped the fucking 20 pounds of fucking manure in a bag. Well, it's still fucking, you know, flailing that shit all over the place. Smells like a fucking asshole factory. You can't cover up the smell of horse shit no matter how hard you try. And nobody wants to smell a large animal's ass air sucking out all of the oxygen within a three-mile radius. Daddy, wouldn't it be cute if I came down the aisle on a horse and it just all said shit? I would fucking stab it in the neck. But, that's on you. I'd punch your whore new wife in the face. It was her idea. I know it was. And you're marrying that crazy bitch. She likes ass. Ass air. Now I'm going to add to the whole wedding photo thing. I talked about the uh, wedding announcement and invitation, wedding photos, and all that shit earlier. Well, now it comes to the end of the wedding, after the pictures are done, and you get the photo album of all the beautiful times and and all that that the photographer took. And uh, here's something that's trashy that you, that needs to stop because it's it's childish. And filthy and just unacceptable. You know those pictures I'm talking about. Where there's always the cute little picture of the bride. Giving the grooms. <laughs> the grooms. The. uh The. Uh, what the fuck's he called? The groom. A blowjob. Or it looks like the groom's going down on the bride. And all that bullshit. That's That's childish. That's just dumb. It's fucked up. Okay. Don't share that on social media. All right, let me, let me sum it up like this, okay? Take a deep breath. Now, I know what you're saying, so you can shut the fuck up right now. Who am I to be complaining about being childish and filthy and all that shit? Well, you know, just hear me out. Okay? Now, think of this. Here's a scenario. The bride's father. He finally gets to see the wedding album the photo album from the wedding and he's flipping through the pages just totally in awe of how beautiful his daughter looks and you know he's been saving up for this wedding for God knows how long because this is the day that she's been dreaming about since she was a little girl so dad did he did the wedding up just like a sweet little angel last. No questions asked on his part. He did it the way she wanted. So he starts looking at these pictures. They, you know, from the wedding he just forked over upwards of 50,000 and whatever. And he's flipping through the pictures in this album and shedding a tear over how beautiful and grown up, his little girl is now. You know, he and he starts to remember being her hero when she was just starting to walk. How she always made him feel special and remembers how her smile would make everything so much better when he got home from a hard day's work. You know, he's flipping through these pages of his little girl looking more and more beautiful with each and every one of the pictures he flips through. He starts to wipe a tear from his eye and is grinning from ear to ear. He's so happy. His little girl has found someone to replace him. He slowly flips through the pages and comes across a, f- a picture of Daddy's sweet little angel, the apple of his eye for the last 20 or so years, simulating chugging down her new husband's cock. In full wedding dress with the groomsmens cheering him on cheering her on like she's about to get gangbanged by the rest of them when she's done with this guy, like the whore she is. You know, she might as well put the caption up that reads, Thank you, Daddy, for making me feel like the princess on my special day. But I just want you to know that I've had more cocks run through me than you could ever imagine. I'm a cock chugging whore. That loves butt sex in public. Love candy. And that's candy with a K. And he can't handle it. He just can't. His dad closes the photo album. Wipes another tear from his eye. And this is not a tear of sadness. This is a tear of. Distress. This is a tear of hopelessness he goes in the bathroom to have a moment to collect himself of what he just saw what he just saw even though it's a joke or maybe a joke or maybe she was choking on her new husband's cock and maybe she was going to be tag teamed like an animal in a fuck fest you wouldn't believe He doesn't know, so he wipes his eyes, goes in the bathroom, trying to collect himself what little little bit he can. This is my sweet little daughter. I can't believe this. She's a whore. He takes a deep breath, goes into the bathroom closet where he keeps his gun safe. He finds the largest caliber pistol he has. Now he's weeping. Weeping. Steps into the shower because he doesn't want to make a mess. We know what's going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. He slowly puts the barrel of his desert eagle into his mouth. Ooh, it tastes so good. And he blows his fucking brains out all over the fucking bathroom. Thanks, Candy with a K. You have completed the last level of whoredom. Thanks. You're welcome, Dad. Well, that's about it for now. Let me know what you think or your experiences if I left out anything. I'm sure there's something I've left out. There's probably (laughs) going to be quite a few more of these. Uh, and I know there's a lot more that I didn't touch on. So share your stories with me or, or observations or just shoot me an email. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, complaints, or insults, DW at gmail.com or hit the contact page on dealing with stupidity.com or through Twitter. at dealing with stupidity or DW stupidity. Now, if you know someone that would like to hear this or know someone that needs to hear this episode, please share it. Share it with all your friends, all that. Again, thank you for listening and have a great rest of the week. Have a great weekend. And I will be back later. Bye, everybody.